Hey, hey, friend. Spoiler alert, I think I pulled a little bit of a bait and switch on you here with the title of this episode. In the title, I said the word schedule. And if you've been around here for more than one or two or half a dozen episodes, you know that I don't lean towards using that word. So maybe you saw that you're like, huh, now she's talking about a schedule or maybe this is your first episode. If so, welcome. I don't usually pull like a bait and switch, but I put the word schedule in the episode title because I know that that is what people think about. Like that's, that's what you think. Oh, I need a schedule. I need a schedule. I need a schedule. Our culture is so into schedules, but really I want you to change your mind about schedules and I want you to then focus instead on a routine. When we have a really rigid schedule, just think about any time you tried to employ a really rigid schedule that doesn't have some margin. How did it go with your kids? Really honestly answer that question. I won't know the answer, but I feel like I maybe kind of know because I've been there, done that. So really, we're going to focus in on a routine, but I'm using the word schedule because so many people can think about that. However, also, I have a disclaimer here. I am not today in these 10 ways I'm going to give you to set up your daily homeschool routine. (laughs) I'm not going to offer you an option that says from 815 to 830, we do this class. And from 830 to 915, we do this class or this lesson. That right there models the school system. And guess what? You have left the school model in the dust. So we're not going to incorporate that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that and my experience when it comes to that in just a minute. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. In the homeschool world, there are a lot of different opinions when it comes to how to set up our days. And I think it's great. I actually really want to hear people's opinions and their experiences. And I hope that you do too whether it is from a friend at co-op or a friend at church or a homeschool mom that you just met. Maybe it's somebody online. Maybe it's somebody that you follow on social media or a blog that you read. It's really good to hear what other people do, how it, how it works for them, so that then you can decide if it's going to work for you. I don't want you to say, this is what's so-and-so. So for example, um, this is, I'm just making up an account. So there's an account that's on Instagram and she has say 150,000 followers on Instagram. Maybe she has a YouTube channel, a blog and all the things. And she says, this is how I set up our daily schedule. Maybe she even uses the word schedule and there's nothing wrong with what she sets up, but you and your mind can think, wow, that works for her. So I must do that as well. No, you don't have to. I encourage you to take bits and pieces of what she says what other people say in your real life and you read on blogs and you read of her, take what will work. And we're going to focus today on this homeschool year. Next year could be a complete game changer, or maybe next year might just be like a little bit of tweaking and adjusting. 
because that's kind of how it goes with kids, right? Every few months, it feels like we are making some kind of changes and adjustments because they get a little bit older. And it's really something that you recognize highly when they're really young. Because if you think about the difference between a two-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old can be quite a big difference. So when it comes to homeschool, we want to actually see that every year is different. It's not going to be a copy of the year before. So I want to encourage you to learn from others, take what's going to work for you, may put in the back of your mind things that maybe aren't going to work for you because they might work for you down the road. Okay, I mentioned to you about not taking the approach of having certain times of we do math from 8.15 to 8.30. And well, that wouldn't be really probably long enough. But if you have a young kid, anyway, it's not saying like we have these certain times. And that comes to us from the school system because that's what we're used to. And so we assume that that is the height of an educational model. Wah, wah, wah. It's not. It would, it's what works, quote unquote, works when you have a mass amount of children together and you're trying to organize them. We're not doing that. Even if you have a semi-mass amount of children, even if you have a house full of children, it doesn't have to run like that. My experience is that it took me a while to get out of that thought pattern. And so we started homeschooling and I had a third grader, a first grader, and a preschooler. And the first couple days, first week was just a dumpster fire. (laughs) I mean, I had these high ideals and these grand plans and I was struggling because even though I knew how to manage my children, I knew how to manage my household and motherhood. I mean, these kiddos have been in my home for quite a while and I knew how to juggle and all those things, but I didn't know how to add in the education part. So I said to my husband one night, I am going to create a schedule. And I stayed up late, probably too late, creating a specific time schedule. And he's like, okay, well, you know, good luck with that. (laughs) So I created the next day and I'm like, okay, kids, this is what we're going to do. Well, I'm going to tell you that it fell apart in about 15 minutes when I was like, wait a minute, we're supposed to move on to the next subject, but you're not done with that. So what do I do? Do I make you stop doing that lesson so that we can move on to the next one so that we can then do what the schedule says? Or do I get to make things up on my own? Long story short, my husband came home from work and he said, so how'd it go? I was like, "Mm, it didn't even last the morning. He had a good laugh, but you know what? Sometimes we need to try things and we need to learn. And that's what I want to encourage you as well, is that we learn from doing. That is how most people learn things is from actually doing things and getting it wrong. You want to learn something new? Guess what? You're going to do a lot of it wrong. I know I've talked in quite a few episodes about knitting, learning how to knit. Well, you want to be able to knit something. Guess what? You're going to do a lot of things wrong and it's going to be really frustrating, but it's what you do with what you did wrong. Did you learn something from it? Well, then apply that. Same thing goes for homeschooling. And so right now I want to give you 10 ways to set up your daily schedule routine. (laughs) Sorry, I caught myself, but just how is your day going to go? uh, How are you going to go about your day when it comes to your lessons and your education? Now, I do want to put a disclaimer that this is completely dependent upon your style and your approach when it comes to homeschooling. So I'm going to just right now, I'm going to give you a ton of information And I just want you to maybe scribble it down, write down, maybe even just the ones that kind of you're like, hmm, that one sounds interesting to me. I want to really think about that and see how that would work for my family. But keep in mind, 
what is going to work for your family. And just because it doesn't work for your family doesn't mean that anything is wrong with it. All right, are you ready here? First one is just a traditional five day a week schedule. And you say our homeschool hours are from, I'm just going to give arbitrary numbers, 9am to 12 noon. Or maybe you're saying 9am to 1pm or 10am to 2pm or 8am to 11am. So the traditional five day having a start time, having an end time. And it doesn't mean that that start time and end time is a super hard time. Maybe it's just like, well, my goal is to get started at this certain time at 8.30 a.m. But, you know, if we had a little bit of a late start this morning and we're just enjoying ourselves at breakfast, it's okay if it's a little bit later than that. That's just a goal. Or maybe you're somebody who is wants to go into this super strict with having the start time and this end time. Well, go for it. If that is what your heart is saying to do, do it. The second one is similar to that. But having four days on of maybe a start time and end time or a roundabout start time, end time, it doesn't even have to have a start end time, end time for this one, but four days on and then your fifth day, we'll say quote unquote off. Maybe it's a day where it really truly is off for all of you. Maybe it's a day that's off for the kids. They can just play, learn on their own, or maybe that fifth day is a day that you go on a field trip. Number three is when you block your entire day. This is similar to the episode that I did about creating a summer routine where you can create entire days where you are home and entire days where you are out and about. So maybe for you, it might be like, well, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're home, but we have activities on Thursday and Friday. I mean, it can be any days. It can even be one day, but it is just blocking out entire days. And the focus of those days out Even if you're just out for a short amount of time, the focus is on getting to that place and then coming home and recovering from that place. Number four is to actually just block out your days. Now, this one can be in, can be thrown into the other ones, into like the traditional five day or four days or blocking your entire day. You can also, while you're doing that, is to block your individual days. And you can think of it in blocks of time. Maybe it's the first thing in the morning, it's like the breakfast slash hour, uh, chore hour right there. And then maybe you move then into morning time and lessons. So maybe the morning is, you might just call school time, quote unquote, school time. And I know we talk about like, well, school, you know, kind of, you know, we throw some shade at some things when we say school, but it just is a blanket term that we can use for the time that you're going to be focused on education. And it's a lot shorter than saying education, right? So we'll say maybe the morning time of, well, the the breakfast and chore hour there. And then we move into our school time, which could be morning time and lessons, then lunchtime. And depending upon what your goals are and how rigorous your morning was and the ages of your kids, maybe after lunch, it might be more school or it might be independent work for them to do, or maybe you're just done. Can I give you a little bit of an insight for me? in my family, as far as homeschooling, my goal was always to be done by noon, even up through high school. Now, sometimes my kiddos in later high school, if they were taking some college courses online, they might've had some stuff to do afterwards, but it was completely independent because guess what? I had things to do as well. There's home chores. I just wanted a break sometimes too. Can we just say that? I just wanted a break. We've done this. We've super focused. I would be super duper focused in the morning And then the afternoon, I needed some time. I've had, I've run blogs. I've had different businesses and stuff. And so I needed time for that. 
time for maybe to run some errands, time for just housework and all those things. So maybe for afternoon time, it might, might be more school and it might be nap time. It might just be um, quiet time for everybody. And then we kind of move into the time where maybe kids are just playing independently, hopefully very nicely while you're doing your dinner prep. Then we get into dinner time and maybe dad's home and clean up from that, clean up from dinner, clean up from everything and play a little bit. And then you move into the bedtime routine. Everybody gets to bed and then you get to take a sigh of relief and hopefully spend some time with your husband and then you get to bed as well. Okay. The fifth way to set up your day is maybe you are part of a co-op and your days are co-op driven. Some co-ops have the core of their curriculum occurs at co-op. And so that this then decides what you're doing the other days of the week. So say you have a co-op on Monday. And so then you do your work on Monday, you go to co-op and you do everything there. And then Tuesday through Friday or whatever you set up is actually doing the work that then was assigned so that when you go back to co-op on Monday, you are fully prepared. So your daily schedule, routine, what you end up doing, how you spend your time on say that Tuesday through Friday is dictated by what is assigned to them and what they need to do on Monday. And that typically happens with a co-op that has the core subjects related to it. And maybe even it can kind of do with co-ops as well that have just a couple of subjects. And I ran into that this past year and my kiddo did two subjects, uh, math, and then he did a logic class. And those were really important to me for him to have time. And so therefore, part of our daily schedule, our routine was to get done the work that he needed. And oftentimes those were the priority for him to do because we had made a commitment to do these two classes and he actually really enjoyed them. And of course there was a fee that went along with that. And I was like, well, this is a priority this year is that we're going to focus in on these two subjects. We've said that we're going to do this. We committed to the teachers that you're going to do the work and therefore we did the work. Okay. Number six would be to take some type of, we'll say university model here. So you think about college, four-year school, university, whatever you call it. And a lot of times the subjects or something like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or a Tuesday, Thursday. So you might think about your days in that kind of way. And you might say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we do these subjects. And Tuesday, Thursday, we do these subjects. And maybe there's some carryover as well, but it's just as having a break between subjects, but also knowing that you're going to do less subjects, but having more time because you're spending the day, you're spending that focus of that time on those days, on those couple of subjects, knowing that the next day you would take care of the other subjects. Number seven, ready for this one? This is just to have a goal for the day and kind of see how it pans out. Have a goal. Hopefully they're written down or you have them somewhere that things are clear to your kids. And this really is a personality thing. I have some friends who are just like, this is what we hope to accomplish this day. And most of the time they do. And if they don't, they don't really care. And this, this is completely has to do with our personalities. All of these have to do with our personalities. And I want to encourage you to lean into ones that really you're like, yeah, I think this would work for me and my kids. However, if you start to recognize that it's not working for your kids and it might not work for all of your kids, I want to encourage you to lean into, we'll say some sanctification and some um, pouring into by the spirit of the fruit of the spirit and making some adjustments because sometimes a homeschool mom can come into it and be very free 
and then find out that some of her kids really need and they thrive on more of a structured type of day. And we need to kind of lean into that and to work with them on that. All right, we've got just a couple more. Stay with me here, okay? Number eight is when we have different subjects of a focus for each day. So it's a little bit different than the university method where you are doing the same thing on, say, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the same thing on Tuesday, Thursday. This would be maybe on Monday, we really focus on science. On Tuesday, we really focus on history. On Wednesday, it is geography. And on Thursday, it's art, kind of like that. Now, you might notice that I didn't say anything about math or language arts, which includes reading, writing, spelling, and all that good stuff. Because most of the time when I have seen this type of a daily routine schedule figured out is that the, the family does that math and the language arts every single day. But then in addition to it, math would be, um, I mean, science would be on Monday. And then what, I don't even know what I said, history on Tuesday. Instead of trying to fit in science every single day or history every single day, they want to focus a bit more, have a few more hours to maybe focus in on one subject at a time. Or maybe your approach is just a bit different and you don't want to do math every single day. You can also employ this type of um, model to it as just having different subject focuses for each day. Okay, number nine is a schedule, a routine that is focused on, that's driven by your extracurriculars and your activities that you have going on. So maybe it's looking at the your what you have going on the calendar and saying, well, we have soccer on Tuesday and Thursday. So therefore, I do want to do some school, but just like a little bit, just an hour on Tuesday and Thursday mornings, because I want to give my kids a lot of time during the day to be free and to rest and to rest up for what we have going on on those evenings. Maybe you have activities during the day. Maybe you have music lessons that are during the day. And so you are adjusting your days according to what you have going on. Maybe the days you have a lot of other things outside of the house, you just kind of add on other things and you kind of pull out this other one I mentioned earlier of having entire days home or out. But maybe just you have just the music lesson and you're like, we're just going to go and do that. And you're on say Thursday and your day is adjusted around that. And last but not least is a daily routine that is loop driven. So loop L O O P, not that I'm loopy, just a loop loop driven. In other words, you might have your core subjects and then you're going to loop in extra subjects. Like I just mentioned having different subjects for different days. Maybe instead you just say, here are our, our subjects that we want to loop in with the science and the history and the geography and the art. And maybe you want to add in cooking or logic, some type of philosophy. And so, but you have your core subjects of your math and your language arts, maybe your Bible studies, whatever that core is of your focus. And then you just see maybe how far you get in those extra subjects. And then maybe you're, you're kind of like, okay, it's at noon, we get done. And the next day you just pick up where you left off in that loop of say the science and the history and the geography and the art. And you just pick back up that way. None of those get lost. Cause sometimes when we put in, we say on Mondays, we're doing science on Tuesdays, we're doing history and on Wednesdays, we're doing geography. Well, what if something comes up every single Wednesday, just something the, the dog runs away a neighbor needs some help your mom stops by. And so every Wednesday we're missing out on geography. Well, if you do it in some type of loop, 
you'll say, well, we missed our geography, missed doing that. We're just going to move it to Thursday then instead. So what do you think? Was that kind of a little bit like drinking from a fire hose? I'm sorry if it was. There's just a lot to say in just a short amount of time. I like keeping these episodes short and sweet and to the point and totally very encouraging for you. But now that you are thinking about how your days are going to look, and then you're wondering what about my weeks and my months and my years, I actually have an entire process of how to figure that out. We first take a like 30,000 foot view and then look down and we then go down all the way down. We reverse engineer and figure out what your days are going to look like. And that is all something that you can find inside Clarify Your Homeschool. And I would love to be able to see how you create that and how you work on that and how you get that all figured out and set yourself up for an amazing homeschool year. And you can get all the details on that at Clarify Your Homeschool. But friend, I am excited about this homeschool year. It's going to be a really great year. Just I'm, I'm seeing even more and more homeschool moms now, like well, moms that are becoming homeschool moms. And I'm like, woo woo, so excited about that. Like it's just it's just growing exponentially. And that's just absolutely thrilling. So again, you can get all the information at Clarify Your Homeschool, clarifyourhomeschool.com. And I will be right back here on the podcast again in a couple days after the weekend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.